Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Vince Brown Show, starring me, your host, the V, Vince Brown. And you know we feeling it this time, but it's nice to talk to you, family. Y'all, my bad, y'all. We just in the car. We, we, I'm chilling right now. I'm having a great time. What's going on, family? You know, it is good to talk to y'all, and I'm happy that Thursday has came back around. We are back again on the podcast. Always good to be here, y'all. Y'all know I missed y'all, even though it only has been a week. Now, we're gonna turn it down a little bit. We got a couple topics to talk about this time, you know. So, I think the first and most important topic that we can all sit down and talk about is the developments in the Breonna Taylor case. Because for her neighbor's walls, like they 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 charged the cop not in Breonna Killing's murder, not in her death. But because, you know, he fired a firearm (laughs) through their wall and into the neighbor's wall and it went through the neighbor's wall and it could have hurt somebody in the apartment next to hers. Like, that's, 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 that's so wild. Like, if y'all aren't aware of what exactly happened, there were some indictments made this week against one of the cops that was involved in the Breonna Taylor case. And that cop was actually charged with what I just said to y'all. He was charged with discharging his firearm and penetrating the walls and it went through the neighbor's wall and like I said, could have endangered the neighbor. So that was the charges they brought up on him. Even set his bail, $15,000 bail. If y'all understand bail and y'all understand the court system, y'all know that's chump change. That's egregious there are cases that come out and people don't get bail especially for murder cases especially for what they should have been indicted for that's not really a a, a bailable offense and if it is bailable you know that's probably one of those five hundred thousand million dollar bails like what it's supposed to be for what justice is supposed to be because If y'all are unaware about what happened to Breonna Taylor and why everybody says say her name and why everybody marches and why some good people riot and if y'all don't understand the story of Breonna Taylor, how would you feel if the police executed a no-knock search warrant at your house and I wouldn't wish this upon anybody and one of your peoples was sleeping in their bed and the police wrongfully, wrongfully identified your house as the drug spot. You ain't even got drugs in the spot. But your house is wrongfully identified as the drug spot. Now, because of this wrongful accusation, this no-knock warrant, now you got people coming in your house that one. Now they really ain't got no business coming in your house. And in the process, it said the article which I read is the same articles out there. It's going to tell you the same Brianna story, you 
you know, the Bri the Brianna story. The same Brianna Taylor story. It's out there, it's public knowledge. So her boyfriend or her husband at the time heard these same intruders coming in the house, but the police ain't really making no noise like that. So it just sounds like it's an intruder in your house. What would you do if there was an intruder in your house? Well, he went and he got his gun and he started to defend his own. Now they say the justification is because he fired at the police first. So because he fired first thinking it was an intruder in his home, the police were justified in the amount of force that they used. Not only on him, because they shot back at him too, you know, there was some shots fired. But this woman was asleep in her bed. In her bed. And they still shot her and they still killed her. No justice. More justice for the walls for the person. That's why Black Lives Matter. That's why all these radical groups that y'all see to protest and support the movement that keeps springing up. This is why. But it's not a lot of people that understand that. Everybody wants to make the groups the villains, but it's like these groups don't just spark up for no reason. They're not just around so... People can go, oh, well, you know, you got to watch out for the Black Lives Matter groups. They're the ones causing, <coughs> they're the ones starting problems. They're the ones causing it all. No, not at all. Not at all. Black Lives Matter doesn't spring up if you treat black people with the same equality as you treat everybody else. Then there's no need for Black Lives Matter. But that's not what happens in this country. Now, I know a lot of people, and there are a lot of people, who have, what's the correct word I'm looking for? We'll say different. Different viewpoints. Right. Who have opposing viewpoints. In that case... For those with uh, opposing viewpoints, you can see the proof. You can see and read the articles, the experiments done. Black people are targets in America. Like, it's to be black in America is a motherfucker. Like, you really have to watch your back. You really don't know who's watching you, you do really don't know who's over your shoulder. You really don't know what's going to happen when you walk down the street tomorrow. It could be your last day. And not even because of a mistake that you made. That's how fucked up it is to be black in America. So when we all come together and we all band together in groups like Black Lives Matter and I want to say Antifa, but Antifa is the one that does start to cause problems. But Antifa rock with Black Lives Matter. So it's like... Yeah, they'll ride and shit, but they ride it on behalf of, you know what I'm saying, the, the movement. So I can't be too mad at them, you know, just burn down less shit. <laughs> burn down less shit or strategically pick your burn downs, you know. But a lot of people don't understand. But when you see verdicts and you see indictments like what's going on right now in the Breonna Taylor case, 
there's nothing else for any of the other cops involved. One dude fired a shot through the wall, and that's why he got it. Not because he was wrongfully in the home, not because he, you know, he might have had a hand in the killing of Breonna Taylor. They said another officer was the one that fired the shot that killed Breonna Taylor. But still, none, none of those police officers were even brought up on charges. There is, justice for black people is few and far between. This is why it's important why we all come together and we all stick together and we all be so close and we all advocate for each other. This is why it's important. But not a lot of people see that. All people see nowadays is the athletes. You you see the NFL and how they have in racism on the helmets. You you watch the NBA and how <laughs> they damn near had a whole protest of games for a day just to get across a Black Lives Matter point that I'm not. The bad thing is why they all knelt for those games is slipping my mind. But to still had a whole day of protest. Like, nope, ain't no sports going on today. All this black, y'all tripping. Y'all, y'all tripping. Ain't nobody really wanting anything to go down. Ain't nobody really talking no justice. You just let black people die and get sweeped under the rug. <laughs> to tell you the truth, bro, don't let you die at the right time and then a bigger story come out because I promise you, you'll get scrolled faster than an old hashtag. They will scroll past your ass, man. You will be a, a click, a like, a thumbs up, a sad face, uh, a RIP, uh, and they'll scroll past your ass. That's why you kept seeing the Say Her Name post. That's why so many black people don't let these causes die. This is why these causes are so important. Because if we don't lift them up, who will? Who will? Nobody. That's who. I'll tell you. I'll give you that answer. Just in case it was difficult for you to, you know, materialize it. I got you. Nobody. This is why it's so important that we stand strong and you let people know, hey, black lives matter. Even if I got to sit back and explain it. And a lot of people do not deal with explanations no more. I understand it's a lot of dumb people in the world. But... What you have to understand is that all these people were not born dumb. Now, if you find the ones in the crowd who were born dumb, cool. Let them stay in the crowd. I don't know. I didn't contribute to your birth. I didn't contribute to the factors that made you. I, you can have your dumbness. Cool. But for the ones who have learned dumbness, I have explanations, I have stories, I have genuine conversation for you. Because I wish to learn your viewpoints. A lot of people think that makes me a little crazy, and yeah, it might. It might, no bullshit. But that's just the type of person that I am. Y'all know, I like learning people on a positive level. That doesn't just extend to a positive level. That also goes to a negative level as well. Like, if you don't like me, cool. Well, let's have a conversation. I want to know why you don't like me. Is it because I'm black or is it because I'm loud? Is it because, is it because of what? You tell me what it is. 
and not even in the same condescending tone that I would be, I'm talking to y'all with right now. Like, if, for all you don't like me, cool. What's up? Why not? What's going on? Now, I'm not the type of person to conform. If you don't like me because of this, this, and that, I'm not going to change this, this, and that just to get you to like me. No, 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 no. I want to know why you don't like me genuinely. Just to know. Just to go, oh, well, if you have some critiques, it's like if you watch a movie or you hear a song, it's like, and I don't like that song. But I'm like, oh, that song was dope. Or I don't like that movie. Oh, that movie was dope. Well, why didn't you like it? Why didn't you like that song? Why didn't you like, oh, well, you know, it's old melody or, oh, well, this scene was that. And, oh, cool. Oh, for real? I didn't think that at all. Oh, okay, I, see what you, I see what you mean then. I see, I, see, I see what you mean. Now, if that's the way about me, if I'm the song, if I'm the movie, if I'm the piece, and you go, eh, I don't like that piece that much. Oh, okay, well, what's up? Oh, for real, you didn't like, oh, you didn't like that? Oh, you know, I understand how my personality can come off like that sometimes. Well, cool, let me explain to you the, the ins and outs of this and that. If you can go up against somebody with an imposing viewpoint, and truly have a logical conversation about your likes, your dislikes, and how these dislikes correlate to this measure. If you can really sit down and have a, a conversation with somebody with an opposing viewpoint, then you are going to learn a lot about not only yourself, but about the situation. Because you're going to be able to see it from a perspective that's not friendly, that's not in the good that's not necessary i don't want to say in your favor but it's not in your favor they're not feeling you this is why it's so important for me to go into the the work that i do and for me to truly get to learn people how i learn people because i like to know why it is people are like this so if i'm talking to somebody who's anti-black lives matter and don't get me wrong i've had some conversations with some anti-Black Lives Matter people. Not bad people. Not bad people. Do I agree with their stance on Black Lives Matter? Absolutely not. Do I not like them as people? I can't say that. Because, okay, I see you're a cool person. Like, you may be, don't get me wrong, it'll take away from as close as we could be like we're not gonna be like buddy buddy hanging out chilling like that but especially if your reason for not liking the movement or not supporting the movement or not being a part of the movement is asinine or ignorant then hey man i don't agree with your reasoning and to tell you the truth that reasoning is dumb so and not only is it man if you got <laughs> If you got ignorant, dumb reasoning and are a stubborn person, it's just, nope, mm, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear nothing else you got to say. Cool. You can keep all your shit. You can keep all your shit. But if we can have true conversations, and I really think that's when we can start to turn this thing. Because what is always going to be and what is always has been is a lot of pointing the finger, a lot of misunderstood, a lot of, you know what I'm saying, misjudgments. And I'm not talking about the Breonna Taylor situation. That situation is just pure fucked up. Breonna Taylor deserves justice. You tripping if you don't think that. No. 
I'm talking about everyday life, everyday misconceptions about whether it be black people, white people, Hispanic people, misconceptions about different groups, different ethnicities. But I told you, it's a lot of finger pointing. And then the main people who's going to be in your ear about the other people is probably your people. Now, if you are used to chilling with a bunch of people who think like you, then that's going to be a pretty concrete mindset. But what I need you to understand is that your mindset is not the only mindset in this world, in this country, in your city, in your household, to tell you the truth. I, maybe maybe in your city If your household is just a bunch of Melon head motherfuckers like you Then yeah they might Think the same thing that's, that's fair I understand But as far as even your city As your neighborhood Your neighborhood Your little strip where your houses is at Your neighbors don't think like you So if you can take That mindset and then not compare it, but hell, I'd take that mindset and debate it. I would love to be somebody who don't think like me and just have real in-depth. And then after we have some in-depth conversations, we can start putting some passion into them and we can really start turning this thing. We can start turning this dial. So that way, what you're not doing nowadays is you're not looking at every white guy going, oh yeah, they don't like niggas. I can't tell you what white guys think when they see black people. I'm not I'm not a white guy. <laughs> but from a black person standpoint, you're not looking at a white guy going, oh yeah, they don't like niggas. You know what I'm saying? You're not looking at a cop going, oh yeah, I bet if he get a chance to, he'll probably kill me. You'll start to have a better understanding and a better concept of what people see when they see you. But as far as America goes, to be black in America, you're a target. That's what America has taught me. You're a target. Now, you might not be all, you know, you might not always be a target for literal death. You might not be a target to always get killed. But you're a target for whatever behind the scenes racism that you don't know you feeling right now <laughs> you a target for whatever slick sly remark come out of a co-worker's mouth that you like yep but then you catch yourself because you gotta you realize that yo i need this job i need this paycheck you become a target for whatever ridicule gonna come from other people of your ethnicity black people are are notorious for ripping on black people even for trying to better their lives. Hell, me and my cousin was just talking about that the other day. Black people would love to catch a whiff of you trying to do something for yourself and go, ah, look at this nigga over here trying to eat healthy. Ah, I deal with that shit, man. Everybody trying to do all that shit, man. Eat healthy. Oh, where you going tonight? Oh, you think you just going to be out here looking cute, man? Ain't nobody looking at your head. All because you wanted to dress cute tonight. America has taught me black people are targets. 
So to be black in America means to be a target. You have to understand there's a target on your back. Anybody could be shooting with any type of gun at any time. Even if that gun is metaphorical. <laughs> Don't think those crosshairs are. You're still in the sights. That's why it's important for us, not only as black people, but as individuals, just to keep striving to be the best that we can and the most understanding that we can. I know that's not always easy. And I know I've preached understanding before. Hell, it's some niggas that have heard me preach understanding that probably want to punch me in the throat for preaching understanding. They go, Vince, you tripping. I know. I know I'm tripping. If you're going to call me crazy, that's fine. Not the first time I've been called crazy. Not the last either. Tell you the truth, I'm crazy. But <laughs> that's just what it is. Understanding. To have a little bit more of an understanding about how everything in this country is going to work for you. Now, me personally, I'm a very audacious person. I'm a very confident person. I'm the type of person that, for me, to have a target on my back, hell, if you're going to kill me, kill me. If not, I'm about to have some fun with this shit. We about to have some good times. We about to laugh. Even though I know I'm a target, shit. All the way until they got that nigga, he was having a great time. He was having a great time. Matter of fact, shit, even in... <laughs> If it's metaphorical, you can't touch me, baby. You can't touch me, baby. You think, listen, sticks and stones break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Even the internet. I'm not worried about you keyboard gangsters typing your little shit. Fuck out of here with that shit, man. I worry about that. So to know that America already has a target on my back, why should I act as if it doesn't? And why should I make the fact that it does make me act differently than the person that I am? No matter what, keep pushing. Don't let them crosshairs scare you. If they do scare you, now you just scary ass in the crosshairs. That's it. You got to keep pushing. I like to look back at the sniper and wave and tell you the truth. Hey, man. Yeah, that nigga killed me, but <laughs> Vince was so happy and delighted because he looked back and he saw the cross. He said, is that, is he aiming for me? I'll tell that nigga what's up. Hey, what's, hey, what's good, bro? I see you over there with the, what, what is that, man? What, what you got that scope attached to about? I knew you was gunning for me in the first place. That didn't mean I was gunning for you, though. Hell, if you would put them crosshairs down, my nigga, we would have had a great conversation. We would have had some laughs. I would have wanted to know why you was aiming at me. Oh, for real? It was your mission? Oh, for real? You just don't like me? Oh, for real? What's going on in your life? But that's just me. Regardless, though, do not let this stop you. In terms of the Breonna Taylor case, it's fucking sad that 
some walls can get justice before a human being. It's, it's sad that some walls can get justice before a black woman, but America has taught me no different. So if you got to treat America like a Derrick Henry run, you look back, you stiff arm that motherfucker and you keep running. You let it try to catch up to you. And don't get me wrong. It's going to be close. It's going to be right down your ass. It's going to make some good tackles. And then you get your ass up and you keep running motherfuckers over. You keep going straight ahead. You do not let that shit stop you. At all. I love you, family. I appreciate you tuning in and listening to me, family. Another Thursday. I told you, we still going strong. Don't get me wrong. Some Thursdays, it's tough to be in here, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to front with you. Because, damn it, ooh, Lord, just like any good writer and just like any good producer, just like any good rapper, just like any good whatever, ooh, you go through some blocks sometimes. You don't know what the fuck you be wanting to talk about this motherfucker, man. I, I appreciate y'all, family. Love y'all. And next Thursday, we'll be back. But until then, I'll holler at y'all, family. Peace.